Welcome to another episode of That's Some Crazy Shit with Kelly and James. My name is Kelly and my co-host with the most is James. What's up, dude? Hey, coming to you again from That's Some Crazy Shit Broadcasting Tower, Corner Studio. It's a tower. Well, two-story. All right. Well, that's not quite a tower, my friend. What's a tower? I just thought a tower would be a lot bigger than two stories. Oh. Well, coming to you from the second floor of the tower. <laughs> well, is it, wouldn't that be the top floor? We're still working on the okay. upper floors. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. James, guess what? Today we have another guest. And I gave you a teaser last week and said it had to do with mastering your mind. So today, mm-hmm, we are talking to Dame Dormio, who is a martial art expert and a mind-body mastery coach. He's going to talk about his spiritual awakening and kind of give us some tips or how to start to master our minds. That's cool because, you know, once you master your mind, you know, your body follows and everything else just kind of falls into place, I think. I'm still yeah. working on it. So he talks about his experience and what he does and how this all came to be. Thought it was a great conversation. I say we just bring him on. Well, let's do it, my friend. All right. Welcome to the podcast, Dame Dormio, martial art expert and mind mastery coach. Dane, thank you so much for being um, on that Some Crazy Shit. We're excited to have you um, to talk about um, mind-body mastery and what that's like, and you're a coach. And then also, you know, your own personal spiritual awakening. Uh, Me and James, um, we find ourselves drawn to the spiritual psychic side of things sometimes during our podcast. And so uh, talk to a lot of people who have had their own spiritual awakenings and always find them fascinating. So welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Hi, thank you. It's great to be here talking about these fascinating topics. Yeah, so I will kick us off, you know, kind of kind of lead you into some questions and, and hopefully you can elaborate and, and help me and the audience and James all understand. What exactly is a mind-body mastery coach? This is a three-part question. How do you become one? And then how do you teach others? Well, how do you become one? You have to be born as me. (laughs) Um, No, just kidding. That's not the only way. Actually, actually, I think this is a great question because it, it surfaces the, the path of mastery, which is something that I've long observed, but not often talked about but um i'll I'll start by answering the first question uh what is a mind body mastery mentor what does that mean exactly what do i do well specifically uh i guess that means what i do is i teach uh people really anybody but especially ambitious professionals including founders executives attorneys engineers coaches how to apply the philosophy and principles of martial arts to self-mastery and life success. 
which specifically boils down to there's really two things that I teach, which are the internal approach and the external approach. The internal approach has to do with regulating body, breath, and mind together to manage state moment to moment. And this depends on having a complete, robust and consistent personal daily mind-body energetic hygiene practice. The external approach is the path of taking effective, decisive action in the world, managing information and action. So this is the, the outer approach depends on having a trusted system outside your head that you can use to manage the information required to make sure that you take the appropriate action decisions at the appropriate time. So it depends on what I call a distributed cognition ecosystem to uh, make sure that you are uh, will take the appropriate actions at the appropriate time so you don't have to think about it so you don't have to remember it so you don't have to hold things in your head so you can use your brain for having ideas instead of for holding them so essentially the two things that i teach are mind body practice and personal systems um but the question about how does how does one become this and how does one teach others? These two questions together actually are really fascinating because this points to the path of mastery, which is really the path of mastery in any endeavor. And this path reveals itself in martial arts. It also reveals itself uh, anywhere that knowledge is developed and passed along. And um, martial arts is, uh, is a big part of my my background and, and my inspiration and, and my has been a passion of mine since I was a kid. But it doesn't it 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 doesn't I've I've observed this happen in martial arts. It doesn't just happen in martial arts. It happens all kinds of other places too. Which is that you you get really fascinated. Some would even say obsessed with something with a particular idea or a particular outcome or a particular concept of yourself and you pursue that wholeheartedly intensely and uh, at first you're a novice you don't know anything you're just trying to figure stuff out and you observe others who are better at that or know more than you about that or further along on that path you observe them, you learn from them, uh, you ask some questions when possible, and you just keep doing that. Keep Stay obsessed with whatever that thing is, obsessed with learning about it, improving, developing, and then eventually uh, people will start coming to you and asking you questions about that thing. Uh, and when they do, you help them to the best of your ability. Uh, people who are less far less far along than you will come to you and start asking you for help and when they do you help them that in a nutshell is the path of mastery in any endeavor and that applies to mind body mastery coaching as well
I like that approach. I like that. So, uh, what what type of martial arts do you practice? Well, this is a good question too because it it, it really requires some context that I think a lot of your audience will find very helpful uh, just in, in their own lives, but also helpful for understanding the, the context of, of the story that I think I'm going to tell, because I, I know uh, uh, you guys uh, like to talk about some crazy shit, and I've had some pretty crazy shit happen um, in relation to this. So... Um, but but let me let me start by backing up a little bit more and saying that I I was I've been guided to do the work that I'm doing through a series of spiritual awakening experiences that have revealed my path to me. <clears throat> and the first one of those was triggered by becoming involved in internal martial arts so you ask what kind of martial arts do i do so let me uh paint in some context there for for those who may not be familiar what most people think of as martial arts are what would be classified as external martial arts meaning the emphasis is on calisthenics and physical fitness overcoming strength with strength so it's all about jumping around kicking high backflips and spin kicks that sort of thing Internal martial arts, the emphasis is on cultivating a meditative state of awareness, relaxing the body, developing soft power, paying attention to the breath and physical sensations inside the body. And so in my own journey I, uh, I I got into martial arts as a kid I was I was super obsessed with the Ninja Turtles <laughs> so uh, when I was 10 years old my parents signed me up for uh, for lessons at the the local Taekwondo dojo um, uh, which something else for context that I'll add later is I grew up as a rational materialistic atheist in the Bible Belt um, so uh, there weren't a lot of options around when it came to martial arts but this was just a local taekwondo chain school and uh, it was to me it was martial arts so it was great I went did the regular testing every two months I started at age 10 I had a black belt at age 12 a second degree black belt at age 14 and then after that I branched out and started doing other types of martial arts. I did uh, Japanese, Chinese, Brazilian, Filipino martial arts. Um, all different types of external martial arts for the first 12 years. <clears throat> and then, uh, as I mentioned, I grew up as a rational materialist atheist in the Bible Belt with no concept of spiritual consciousness whatsoever. Uh, I majored uh, in math and physics in college. I went to a small private liberal arts school where you have to 
study some of everything. So the religion elective that I chose was a class in Buddhism and learned a bunch of cool old stories, uh, which were great. I always enjoyed cool old stories like the Roman, Greek and Roman myths. And I'd read the Panchatantra when I was a kid. And it was just a bunch of cool old stories, including a story about Siddhartha Gautama sitting under the Bodhi tree and having the the Satori, the instantaneous awakening experience, and then arising as the Buddha, the awakened one. And it didn't really mean much to me at the time, just old stories and cool intellectual exercises. Uh, but then uh, after I graduated from college, moved to Southern California for graduate school in physics and uh, started looking for new martial arts to learn. And I, I found a school that was just called the Kung Fu Academy, which could be anything because Kung Fu isn't a style of martial arts. It's just Chinese for martial arts. So just oh. thousands of styles of Kung Fu. It just means Chinese martial arts. <laughs> um, but it turned out that it was a school that taught internal martial arts, largely based on the Tai Chi classics, which is a body of writings. It's a few hundred years old that describes the principles of internal martial arts. And within a few months of practicing that way, uh, I was in my room practicing by myself, as I often was one evening, just moving slowly, relaxing my body, observing my breath, feeling all the sensations and everything going on the inside. And all of a sudden there was this moment when everything in the entire universe was completely different. And at the same time, everything was exactly the same. Nothing had changed at all. And the first thought that went through my head after this happened was, oh, so that's what that was. That's what they were talking about in those old stories. And I realized that this experience that people spend years and decades and lifetimes seeking and striving after, and that I didn't even really believe in, had just fallen out of the sky and landed in my lap. Like, where'd that come from? And this was the beginning of my personal mind-body mastery journey. Up until this point in my life, I'd, I'd completely existed pretty much up here. The left hemisphere of my brain was like I was confined to that. But this was the point when I started to inhabit my entire body and realize that there was such a thing as spiritual awareness and somatic consciousness. And that was uh, that was what got me started on the internal path of regulating body, breath, and mind together to manage state moment to moment. So when you teach the mind-body mastery, is, is where do you start? Do you start with the internal martial arts? Like if somebody came to you and said, teach me, let me back, let me back that, let me preface this. Do you teach anybody, say somebody that has zero martial arts experience, right? So knows nothing, or are you look, or or are you finding that you're teaching people who maybe 
have martial arts background and now they're wanting to learn the internal martial arts well i do teach martial arts that is something that i do but in the realm of coaching mind body mastery is not about learning martial arts it's about applying the philosophy and principles of martial arts to self-mastery and life success and you don't actually need to learn martial arts to do that or have any martial arts experience in fact it's better if you don't the less because the less you think you know the faster you learn <laughs> i like that <laughs> so it's kind of like what i do is kind of like i mean it's personal development for people who think martial arts are cool what's i mean who doesn't honestly like <laughs> You know. Yeah, martial arts are cool. <laughs> you know, who, I mean, who, who doesn't want to develop the self-discipline and the focus and the fitness of a martial artist at whatever it is that you do in your life, in your career, at whatever, you know, like that's that's what Mind Body Mastery is about. So where do you start? So if somebody came to you day one, where do we begin? Well, I guess I have to say that it, it depends on their on the individual and there are a couple of different programs I have depending on where somebody is and where they're trying to get to. But um, if, if somebody uh, came to me and said, I'm, a, I'm an empty cup, I'm a blank slate, I want to learn everything you have to teach. Um, it, uh, there's there's two things that every human being needs to survive and thrive and be healthy in all senses of the word in this modern day and age. One is a personal daily mind-body energetic hygiene practice. And, and what is that? Can you go into that for us? <laughs> yes, uh, and, and I intend to. Um, <laughs> A, a complete personal daily mind-body energetic hygiene practice and a robust and reliable distributed cognition ecosystem. So um, starting out, I would say, okay, there's two things, there's two things that, that we're going to do with you. We're going to establish uh, a mind-body practice and we're going to uh, build a distributed cognition ecosystem and you're going to learn the skills to maintain those things indefinitely um, because because the the aim of coaching is a point of self-sufficiency i'm trying to in coaching or teaching trying to help people get to a point where they're self-sufficient in the practice um whatever whatever the practice is so um the mind-body practice, yeah, and 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 basically, I work with uh, with the individual. If I'm working with somebody in like one-on-one coaching. I work with them in in a, a kind of a customized way to uh, build these things into their life, going from where they are to where they want to be. Um, in a, <clears throat> but uh, but regardless of where we actually start. So with the mind-body practice. Um, a 
a complete personal daily mind-body energetic hygiene practice is well a mind-body practice i define is just it, it's uh it's, it's things like exercise breath work meditation things like that and the ideal complete mind-body practice combines exercise breath work and meditation all into a single activity so it's a good kind of multitasking because Really, these are all things that the body needs. Actually, this is something that I believe every human being on the planet needs just for baseline maintenance of physical, mental, emotional, spiritual wellness is some kind of daily mind-body multivitamin. Just like we need sunlight and micronutrients, vitamins and minerals, and sleep. If you're not getting this need met for yourself, then your health will suffer over the long term. So anybody who's not already doing something like this who doesn't have a personal daily mind-body energetic hygiene ritual of some kind needs to start doing one. <laughs> um, uh, whether, whether they realize it or not, maybe maybe they're too young to realize it yet, or maybe, uh, maybe, maybe they just haven't for whatever reason, but, um, but not getting this is like depriving yourself. It's like not getting enough um, iodine or vitamin C or uh, sunlight or you know like anything else that your body needs to be healthy um, so the uh, I can go into that a little bit more exactly what that looks like the ideal complete mind body energetic hygiene practice for pretty much all people in my opinion is qigong qigong just means energy work it's one of the three primary branches of traditional Chinese medicine There's acupuncture herbology and qigong Qigong is solo energy cultivation practices, which is a very broad umbrella, but essentially it's a combination of gentle exercise, breath work, and meditation, all rolled into a single activity. So what most people think of as Tai Chi, i.e. old people moving slowly in the park early in the morning in pajamas, that's essentially what Qigong looks like. Uh, and there's, there's another connection between Tai Chi and Qigong, which I'll, I'll get to in a moment, but the qigong is one of the three primary branches of traditional chinese medicine there's acupuncture herbology and qigong and qigong itself has three main branches which are medical qigong where the emphasis is on health wellness longevity stress reduction martial qigong where the emphasis is on strengthening the body performance enhancement flow state inducement and spiritual qigong, where the emphasis is on cultivating, uh, refining the internal energy of the body and progressing through advancing states and stages of unfolding spiritual awareness. But what, uh, uh, and, and Tai Chi and other martial arts, uh, other internal martial arts are forms of martial qigong. Um, but uh, Tai Chi is often taught as a solo health cultivation practice, i.e. it's, it's, um, uh, it's not, it's not uh, taught as a martial art often, it's taught as a solo health cultivation practice, i.e. it's taught as a form of health Qigong. So often when, and Tai Chi is more popular, more people have heard of Tai Chi than have heard of Qigong. So often when people are looking for Tai Chi to reduce stress or get in better shape or get more healthy or whatever, Often really what they're looking for is Qigong, but they just don't know it. So that's why the terms Tai Chi and Qigong often get used interchangeably. 
um, although they're not technically the same thing. So that, uh, but all types of Qigong are based on the two first principles, which are the non-exertion principle, which says don't force, don't strain, don't overexert, don't try too hard. And the pleasure principle, which says do it so that it feels good for your body. If it feels good, that means you're doing it right. On top of the bedrock of the two first principles are the three regulations, the foundation of the three regulations being body regulation, breath regulation, mind regulation, i.e. exercise, breath work, meditation, all rolled into a single activity. So what we all need to be doing, and, and a lot of people already know this, they're feeling stressed out, they're feeling tense, they're feeling sore, they're shooting on themselves, oh, I should be exercising more, I should be meditating, I need to be whatever. What we all need to be doing is, uh, is uh, have a personal daily mind-body energetic hygiene ritual, like Qigong or something, something very similar to that. But um, Qigong is, is the basis of the mind-body practice that I teach, which is not only essential for maintaining health, wellness, fitness on all levels, but also for developing the ability to regulate, to, to use your body, breath, and mind to regulate your state moment to moment, to learn how to calm down if you're tense or to uh, energize yourself if you're feeling sluggish or how to uh, how, how to uh, change your mood how to how to how to regulate and manage your emotions and and your mood and and direct your uh, your willpower um, so those are those are all the uh, the the benefits of developing the ability to manage state because there's all kinds of things we can do externally to regulate or change our state in terms of things we can take, things we can consume, experiences we can have, but the, the three inbuilt levers, the endogenous tools that we have anywhere, anytime to regulate our state are body, breath, and mind. When you say that you should have a daily um, practice, I was thinking how long you know, should that be? Is that 10 minutes? Is that an hour? What, how, what does that look like? Or does that vary from person to person? Well, it can vary for busy people in the modern world. It's like taking a shower. Um, it, uh, it could be shortened down to five minutes or stretched out to 45, but the, the, the baseline practice, uh, for busy people in the modern world is, um, uh, it, it's typically 30 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes, but it could be anywhere from five to 45 minutes or as long as it feels good. One to three times a day or as often as needed, five to seven days a week. Uh, or as, uh, uh, yeah, five to seven days a week as a baseline. So, um, if you, uh, this is this is this is just kind of the baseline. It it really doesn't need to take any more time than like taking a bath does, which or a shower, which you know most people do it every day. I, I don't judge, you know, at least you know every couple of days at least, <laughs> right? <laughs> Depending uh, on what celebrity you are, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, so um, it's it's really just like uh, 
can be installed as, as, a, as another daily habit, just like brushing your teeth, taking a bath. I mean, for women, you know, how much time do you spend doing your hair and putting on makeup? It really doesn't need to be, you know, more time than, than that or, or picking out shoes or whatever it is, you know? I, I know, I know there's, there's, there's definitely time <laughs> if you choose to prioritize it. So um, it's, uh, the thing is, it's not, it's, it's like when you, like, when you get used to doing it, it's like taking a shower. It's like you don't want to skip it. It's it because it, it, it just feels gross if you don't do it after you after you develop it. It's just instead of wondering how am I going to find time to do this, you go to wondering how did I ever live without this? Wow, it sounds it sounds cool. It's spell spell chi gone. Spell that. It's Q I G O N G. Dane, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your experience with us, the spiritual awakening, um, the whole mind-body mastery. It's funny because it, it sounds complicated, but when you broke it down, it's really quite simple that really anybody could do and really probably start to see the benefits. Anybody can and should. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so thank much. Thank you, Dane, because I, now I'm... Now I'm my curiosity is more peaked and now I really want to delve into more of it. Thank you. That's why I well, asked you how to spell it because I was yeah. it. I wouldn't have guessed a Q. I wasn't I would so thank you because my curiosity is also peaked. I can tell you uh, where to go to satisfy your curiosity if you want to learn more. Mindbodymasteryacademy.com. Gotcha. Perfect. Yeah, that's that's where to learn about uh, about everything that I do, including Qigong. Qigong is only a part of what I do, by the way, but um, but you can learn about it all there. Fantastic. Thank you so much for being on the show. We appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. All right. Once again, our guests just provide so much information. I'm going to check out that Qigong. Qui is that what you call it? Qigong? I thought it was Chigon because oh, when, I went, to, when I went to go, yeah, Chigon because when I went to no. go spell it, I spelled it with a C H I. Ah, uh, yeah, I did too. <laughs> right, not a. And when Q. it was a Q U I. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that we asked him. Yeah, I thought that was very interesting, and I like how he said it's similar to Tai Chi, which is what most people are familiar with, but it's not Tai Chi, right. and it sounds, it, you know, when he was talking, it sounded a lot like yoga. Well, yeah, you're a yoga dude. You don't do yoga, do you? Yeah, mm -hmm. I love yoga. So yoga is the same thing where you're moving and you're really paying attention to your breath and what's going on. And in yoga, you know, you hold poses and you really try to get into the sensations that your body's, even if that sensation would be pain, right? <laughs> See, that's why I don't do yoga, man. No, no pain, man. No, it's not supposed to hurt. But, you know, you're supposed to, you know, that's the same thing with yoga. So it sounded very similar to me, um, yeah, but I've never heard of Qigong. So I am going to check it out. I, I thought it was interesting. I thought that's really cool how he called it a, a, a mind, body, mind, body, spirit, hygiene. Hygiene, yeah. Never heard it called that before. So that's a, just a different way to look at it. Right. You know, and that's interesting, you know, when you think about it, you know, well, not all celebrities bathe regularly, apparently. 
but you know, regular hygiene is part of good health, you know, and you don't think about the mental aspect, you know, the, the cleaning of your mental wait, the wait, hygiene. Wait, 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 what, what? wait, what, 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 why, why do you keep on bringing up celebrities and bathing? Because what? who was it that didn't bathe regularly? I don't know, James. That's like why I'm Ashton, asking you. Ashton Kutcher or someone. Yeah, they don't they don't bathe regularly. I, I I'm gonna throw this out there. Who cares? Why do you know this information? I'm curious. Because like, that's my job. That's so, why I'm here. To so know this information, man. You're telling me that it's a news story that oh, Ashton Kutcher. Story. Where'd you get it from? Did you see? Like, where'd you see it from? Like TMZ or something. Okay. No, I saw it. I saw it on a couple of places. Where uh, Facebook, some TV. Yeah, so I don't know if it's is, news. I just think is, it's well, curious. I wouldn't call it news, but if it's out there trending, whatever. Oh, somebody trendy. wrote an article or a little blip on it that these people don't bathe. I just, I my questions would be is why do we care? Like I, I, I don't care. Well, if I, were, if I were in an elevator. But just because they don't bathe doesn't mean that they smell. You don't know that oh, they don't. True. You don't know that they don't wash up. They didn't say they didn't put water on their bodies, did they? Or they said they didn't bathe. So bathing can be different things to different people. Just saying. Just put it out there. I just wanted to know why you keep bringing this up because I was unaware. Because of hygiene, man. I, I, I get it now, but I was like, why does he keep bringing up celebrities and bathing? And how, who doesn't I, I bathe? I forget you don't want, you're, you're not a television watcher. No, I didn't know this, oh. but you know what? I um, I can't lie. I think I, somebody had said it wasn't them. It was their children. Yes, well, same difference, man. And I thought to myself, that's really stupid. And I, I just let it leave my mind, but... When you kept bringing it up, I'm like, who is he talking about? But now I know. Okay, no, sorry. Exactly. I didn't mean to derail random you. Thought. Yeah, well, that's some random bullshit because I'm like, where the <laughs> where the hell is this coming from? And who is he talking about? So I needed clarification. I'm sorry. I was unable to move forward until I figured out what you were talking Because you mentioned it in the podcast. And I thought, what is he talking about? But I thought I would wait until we were no longer talking to uh to dame because i was like what 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 <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about basically, basically <laughs> that's not the first time you've had that thought it is not and it probably <laughs> won't be the last <laughs> no that suffices random bullshit i believe because now i know like, what the hell all right next week um we have a really cool guest it is some crazy shit james and i just has has something to do with your hands your hands and your brain Puppets. No. Muppets. No. Neither. All right, then. Well, I just have to wait for the, like, the listeners. Yep. Your hand and your brain. Keep that in mind. Next week, remember, social media, website, uh, blog, www.thatsomecrazyshitpodcast.com is where you can get all the things I just said. Yep. Our whole deal is there, people. The whole deal. All right, then. Until next time, people, keep your minds open. 